0: Snap Production
1: Just want to start this one by letting you know that this episode of the briefing does contain discussion of suicide. And if that's something that you're thinking about, you can call Lifeline for support right now on 13 11 14. And there's also a new national service for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, 13 Yarn. That's 13 9276. Now, it sounds pretty straightforward when you think about it that One of the most obvious indicators that someone is at risk of suicide is having attempted in the past. So you'd imagine that we give those people all the support they need after an attempt. But we haven't been doing that. And now finally a new program called The Way Back from Beyond Blue is trying to plug this really important gap.
2: It's about sitting alongside people giving them really practical support in the community, connecting them with health and other services like housing, helping them to think about work and get them back to that place of hope.
1: So in this episode, we're going to find out how the way back works and where the rollout is actually up to. First, here are today's headlines. It is Monday, June 27, and I'm joined by Annika Smithhurst.
0: The Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, is on his way to Spain today for a NATO summit with China and Ukraine top of the agenda.
3: The Russian invasion of Ukraine has upset the norms that we regarded, that the rule of law would be maintained, that sovereign nations' borders would be respected.
1: So that comes after four Russian missiles actually hit the Ukraine capital, Kiev, over the weekend, the first time it's been hit in three weeks. And those bombs hit during the first day of the G7 conference in Germany.
0: At that meeting of the world's seven wealthiest countries, they pledged to create a $600 billion infrastructure fund, which will counter China's Belt and Road Initiative in developing countries.
1: It's a chance for us to share our positive vision for the future and let communities around the world see themselves and see for themselves the concrete benefits of partnering with democracies. That was the US President Joe Biden speaking at the G7. Um, China's Belt and Road Initiative has invested in development programs in over 100 countries and this new fund from the G7 has got 200 billion from the US and 300 from the EU so far. So Annika, I guess it's Good news if you're one of those developing countries to have China and the West trying to outgun each other on development funding.
0: Yeah, that might not be exactly uh, what's behind it. It's a bit of uh, diplomacy on the outside, but it's a bit stronger what they're trying to achieve behind it. But as you say, it doesn't matter. It's a win for developing countries that are after money for infrastructure projects.
1: And the Prime Minister's facing pressure back home after slashing crossbenchers' parliamentary advisors. So they used to have four... Now they'll only have one.
3: The idea that a crossbench uh, backbencher without ministerial responsibilities should have half the number of additional staff as a crossbench member I don't think uh, is sustainable.
0: All MPs and Senators receive four electorate staff on top of their ministerial advisers. Now, they deal with constituent matters, things that you would knock on the door for, while crossbenchers in the last parliament received four extra advisers in parliament because they didn't have the support from party colleagues to help them read legislation. Now, Independent MP Zali Stegall has accused Anthony Albanese of showing his true character with a decision, saying he is no different to Scott Morrison on Twitter.
1: Yeah, and David Pope, Pocock is also fired up about it. Here's what he said. Pretty much impossible to be across all the legislation and to act actually be able to contribute with, with one advisor. Yeah, so along with Pocock, Zali Stegall, Jackie Lambie's also fired up about it, as are the One Nation senators. And it seems like a pretty tough move, Annika, to cut them down from four parliamentary advisors to one. I could understand they'd want to save some money and maybe cut them down by one or two. But it's, a, I think, a fair argument from these independents to say they don't have a full party support to get across legislation. They're under a lot more scrutiny because in some cases they may hold the balance of power. And some of them, like um, David Pocock and Jackie Lambie, they don't come from political backgrounds. And I think that's good for democracy to have people that don't go through the normal channels. So they need that support to really get across this legislation properly in order to make the right decision. Yeah, look,
0: it's an interesting one that Anthony Albanese would want to isolate these people so much. He doesn't necessarily need their vote in the lower house and there's an argument that especially some of those teal candidates that um, given they won't have sort of any impact on voting for legislation because Labor do have the majority, that maybe they didn't need the four they had of the last parliament. But as you say, if you're in the Senate, it is a really hefty job to get across those bills. Now, in the past it might seem weird that some of these people have teamed up, but I do know that people like the Greens um, have sort of shared, uh, I guess, the legislation reading and and, and other resources with independents that might not agree with him necessarily, with Cata or with Clive Palmer, because that's, you know, a reality of it. They've sort of had to do that. I imagine that's what they're going to have to do now. But from a political point of view, putting the noses out of joint of Mm. these guys so soon when they didn't necessarily take seats from Labor, they took seats from the coalition, meaning... They don't have to fight for those seats or worry about them. Labor is a really strange decision.
1: And to the US, where at least nine states have already effectively banned abortion. This is following Friday's landmark Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. And that was the case that protected the right to abortion in the US for almost 50 years until now.
0: The decision means it's now up to individual states to restrict or ban the procedure. Those nine states that moved straight away include a number of southern states like Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky and Louisiana.
1: And according to the New York Times, at least 12 more states are likely to ban or limit abortion. So effectively, it could be close to half of America's 50 states that are banning or limiting abortion. After this Supreme Court decision.
0: As a result, protests have erupted across America over the weekend, and there are protests scheduled for Australia this weekend.
1: Yeah, and the important background to this Supreme Court decision is the changing makeup of the Supreme Court bench. Um, it's become much more conservative in the last four years because during Trump's four years in power, there are actually three appointments he got to make. They were all conservative, which is why there are enough conservative judges to support this huge decision.
0: President Biden has expressed his dismay at the court's abortion decision, saying the health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. But he did have a win yesterday, signing new gun control measures into law.
1: Yeah, so this gun control bill got through Congress with bipartisan support last Thursday, and the reforms are modest, but they are one of the biggest tightening of gun laws in many years, imposing tougher background checks on young buyers and encourages states to remove guns from people considered a threat, including people convicted of domestic violence or significant crimes as juveniles.
0: A massive win for the New South Wales Blues in Origin Game 2 overnight. There was only two points in it at halftime, but the Blues brought it home, winning 44 to 12.
1: Yeah, that's a huge score for Origin um, Blues halfback Nathan Cleary was man of the match. He scored 24 points on his own, which was great because he had a very tough game one.
2: I knew I could be better.
0: Um, we knew as a group we could be better, and yeah, you know, I just I just try and play my best for uh, my family, my teammates, and the state we're representing. So that means there'll be a decider in Brisbane on July 13. It's stacking up to be a great series with the Blues hoping to back up after last year's win.
1: So I went to bed after 20 minutes thinking this is a very close, very highly skillful game. Those first few tries from both sides were amazing. And you tried to go to bed at halftime, but you couldn't.
0: (laughs) No, I was going for Queensland. I'm married to a Queenslander. It didn't look good around halftime. The momentum had shifted and I sat up and endured the last half and (laughs) kind of wish I didn't, Tom.
1: And NASA's first rocket has blasted off from the Northern Territory overnight. Three, two, one...
0: Yeah, Yeah, it marks the first from Aussie soil in 27 years and the first for the space agency at a commercial port outside of the US.
1: The rocket carried precision instruments that will give scientists new data on the evolution of the universe, looking at the relationship between the sun and the earth. And it's the first of three launches from the site. The next two will happen on July 4 and July 12. Alright, Annika, we'll catch you tomorrow. Rihanna Patrick's about to join me for a very important conversation about mental health. Alright, Rihanna joins me to look at Aftercare. And this is a new service that's being rolled out to take care of people after they attempt suicide.
3: Yeah, Tom, this is something that the former Prime Minister Julia Gillard has been championing in her role as chairman of Beyond Blue. And basically the idea is that anyone who reaches the point of a suicide attempt then gets a care worker to look after them and connect them to those services. And and that, I mean, that seems like a no-brainer, right? But it has taken years to get this to start being rolled out across Australia.
1: Yeah, so let's find out more about it. The CEO of Beyond Blue, Georgie Harmon, joins us. Georgie, thank you. What is the problem with the way the system has or or hasn't been working? Someone goes to hospital because of a suicide attempt, and then what happens?
2: Look, we know that about every two and a half hours in Australia, someone attempts suicide. That's a shocking thing to think about. But we also know that unlike any other catastrophic event in someone's life, Usually when they're discharged from hospital, they get a support team around them. And that team works with them in their home, in their community to make sure they're okay. With suicide, it's completely different. It's a complete lottery as to whether or not you get what we call aftercare support after a suicide attempt. We've been working to change that at Beyond Blue. There's been some good news happening and and some promise of the future, but it really is a complete lottery as to whether or not you get When you're discharged from hospital, your physical injuries are dealt with by our amazing emergency department staff, but then you're discharged back into the life and the circumstances that quite often led to your suicide attempt.
3: So Georgie, I mean, how much risk is there that without the right support after an attempt that someone can end up in that dark place again?
2: Look, we know that the highest group that is at risk of dying by suicide are those people who've already attempted so if you've attempted you're very likely to attempt again and likely to you know more likely to die unless you get that support and that's what aftercare is all about it's about sitting alongside people giving them really practical support in the community connecting them with health and other services like housing like you know helping them to think about work and get them back to that place of hope And recovery where people can reconnect with life and and get on with living.
1: Mm. With mental health, it can be hard to know if someone's struggling, but if someone's attempted suicide, it's very obvious they need help. Are you saying that sometimes people are getting to that point, even going to emergency and then going back to
2: their lives with no follow-up whatsoever? That's exactly what's happening. Less and less these days because Services like Beyond Blue's The Way Back Support Service, we've got now 38 sites around the country, but we need many, many more. We need every single person who's discharged from hospital or who goes to see their GP or any other place, actually. If they've been so unwell psychologically and so in such a state of hopelessness and despair that they believe the world is better off without them, Mm
3: -hmm. they need support. So you've started rolling out a limited version of your Wayback support service, but what has your research shown about what works?
2: The number one thing that the Wayback evaluation is showing so far is that our service helps restore a sense of hope and belonging for people. They sound sort of fluffy, but they're actually not. If we have a purpose, if we have a sense of hope for our future, it's much easier to deal with with trauma, with distress, with poverty, you know, all of the things that we know contribute to people's suicide attempts. Also, really importantly, the first evaluation report of our Wayback Support Service shows that uh, we measure clinical distress and and suicidality, what we call thoughts of suicide and behaviours around suicide. They decrease 63% amongst people who had used our way back support service wow. and psychological distress decreased 30 percent. So we know this thing works both from a human perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel more hopeful, I feel like I belong again or I'm starting to belong again, and maybe there is a future for me, but also clinically validated recovery rates. so less distress and less thoughts or intent of of, of suicide.
1: What I imagine is a huge barrier for people is all the admin required to get a mental health plan from your GP and access counselling or the financial support so that you can actually afford it, all that kind of stuff. Is that a big part of it, helping them navigate the system? Yeah.
2: Yeah, look, it is. The first thing we do is make a safety plan with them. What are the triggers for them that cause them to think about suicide or potentially act on those thoughts? Who are the anchors in their life? What are the things that keep them going? And we've got that on a smartphone. So actually it can be in your back pocket. You know, it doesn't sit in a GP's office or a piece of paper somewhere. We can do it on paper if that's what people want, but actually it's a digital app. So we first thing we do is we create a suicide safety plan. And then we start working with them over that three month period to really resolve and help them solve those problems. And it's all about empowering the person. And it's often very practical. It is extremely personalized. Everybody's story is different. And let me tell you about one man. So he was referred to the way back. to he had, a, he had quite a significant drug and alcohol issue. He was referred to a bulk billing psychologist for ongoing support um, to help him manage his panic attacks. And we, our support coordinator helped him to find that person and to kind of get that going. And then we actually helped pay for his psychiatry appointments. And the support coordinator successfully advocated to get his security bond back from his landlord so he just moved out of a place he was getting difficulty accessing the bond we also helped him get a laptop so that he could start working on applying for jobs and that guy's doing really well now so there's just one example you know so often we hear from people i simply would not be alive if it wasn't for my support coordinator and this program let me just quote you one testimonial that I saw come through last a few weeks ago, these guys here saved my life. They are real people who've had real experiences and that's the key. They really understand what you're thinking and what your body's feeling. And I think that really hits the nail on the head. Our support coordinators, they're real people. Many of them have lived experience. Many of them have been to very dark places. They understand their local health and community services networks. They're empathetic they're great listeners. They're prepared to go for a coffee with a person or connect with them online or on the phone or several times a week or just once a month, whatever that person needs. It's like that friend, that really skilled friend that's not going to judge you and that just sits alongside you, but most importantly, connects you to support and keeps you going.
3: So Georgie, how useful has Julia Gillard been in championing this idea?
2: oh, look, it's very helpful. It's really helpful. Um, People answer her phone calls um, Hmm. and, you know, and she's also the most incredible advocate for people who live with mental health challenges and who have faced into the darkness of a suicide attempt. She talks with great compassion about this and she's a great communicator. So not just does she open doors politically and people will take her meetings, but she's a great communicator and she connects with people. So as the chair of Beyond Blue, I can't begin to describe the positive impact she's Mm. had and how instrumental she's been along with many other people to getting us to this point.
1: Okay. So where are we up to in the rollout of this? I know that you, you started this over five years ago with a really limited trial in Darwin Hospital. And since then, you've got some support from the federal government. I see... That just last week, Dominic Perrottet, New South Wales, um, announced that aftercare was part of their state's mental health budget going mm. forward. So how far has the rollout
2: come and how far do you want it to go? There was 38 million committed um, to roll out Beyond Blue's The Way Back Support Service uh, probably in the 2018-19 budget from and we were- the government? Yeah, from the federal government, which was fantastic. So we then work with primary health networks and we work with states and territories and we obviously work with the community and with local service providers. And we were asked to, as part, that funding was supposed to stand up around 25 sites around the country, services around the country. Today, I'm delighted to say we've smashed that target and we've got 38 services around the country. But there are hundreds more places That need this service so again a couple of years ago we were delighted the commonwealth announced in in the budget um, that they were committed to rolling out what they called universal aftercare meaning that every single person who finds themselves after a suicide attempt needing support they will get that support and the commonwealth put 300 million on the table and said to the states and territories hey come with us and The states and territories have all signed up to this, so it's fantastic. Governments are all now committed to rolling out after suicide aftercare for everybody who needs it. All
1: right, that was the CEO of Beyond Blue, Georgie Harmon, and obviously still lots to do there, Rihanna. I guess one shortcoming of this idea um, that came to mind is that it it does only target people that have presented to hospital after an attempt, but there must be lots of people who who get into all kinds of trouble that don't necessarily end up in hospital.
3: That's right. And I think there's also that gap, depending on where you are, that getting the help and support that you might need can be very different because of where you live.
1: Yep, totally. And I guess that's the challenge of a rollout across a country like Australia, where some people live in such remote areas. Um, That's all the hard work that's being done now um, and hopefully is able to um, speed up and make sure everyone can get this. And just a reminder again, if this has brought up any issues for you, um, you can call Lifeline for support right now, 13 11 14. And also the new service for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, Rihanna? Yeah, 13 Yarn
3: 139276. Listener.